This is 106.9 Tune FM at the Tamworth Country Music Festival and we're excited to be chatting with the illuminating Billy Joe Porter. Billy Joe was one of the finalists in the Star Maker competition back in 2022 and ever since has become very comfortable in the country charts with all of her songs hitting the country Hot 50 charts. She was a smash hit at the festival last year and has returned for yet another run of memorable must-see performances. Billy Joe, thank you so much for making time to chat with us today. Oh, good to be here with you, Ben. Thanks for having me on the show. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So now I want to make sure that I get this right because this is quite spectacular. You are an experienced yogi, regularly practice both meditation and mindfulness, attended a yoga festival overseas, credit an epiphany experience during a talk at the festival to your decision to jump headfirst into music, previously trained in karate, bow staff, sai and tongfa, travelled to Okinawa to compete in a world tournament, only stopped practicing karate after breaking your arm in a snowboarding accident, worked as a lift operator, moved to Utah and then Canada to snowboard in the winter and rock climb in the summer, conquered Yosemite, Red Rock and Joshua Tree and travelled to Central America to learn Spanish. Now that you're back here in Australia, we're not honing your craft in practising, playing and writing music, you can sometimes be found assisting your partner with his plumbing business. Did I get all that pretty much right? Yeah, and it sounds like the storyline of like some adventure novel, but it's all true, yeah. So, first of all, what? Where in the... How did... That is beyond incredible. Where did you find all the time to do that? Oh, look, I don't know. The years just roll on and um, I've just... If I get an idea or I want to do something, I just give it a try and then one thing leads to another and just go for it. I have an immense amount of respect for that attitude. So, on a serious note, what exactly was it that drew you towards music and country music in particular? Yeah, well, I grew up down in Corindai, just about 40, 45 minutes away from Tamworth, and um, we always used to come up to the festival. I was really active um, singing at, in my primary school. We had a, a really great um, number of singing teachers, and we used to do the Steadfords and things around. And then when I moved to Tamworth, I met my friend Rachel Kennedy, who played guitar and sung Shania Twain covers and I just thought that was the best thing ever so I got a guitar and I started um, learning I, I swip, switched over to bass to help to play with her on her shows and then I swapped to guitar and um, yeah it was really I guess from there and then when I started doing all those travels um, you know the emotions are high and I ended up starting to write songs without like really knowing what I was doing. Do we, do we ever? So what exactly did you take away from the 2022 Star Maker competition? As we mentioned, you were a finalist. What did that experience teach you? Oh, look, I went. I put my hat in the ring because I thought, man, wouldn't it be good to play on that massive Toyota Park stage? And, um, yeah, get, getting selected as a grand finalist and going through that Star Maker process, I really learnt a lot about... Um, big stages, playing with bands, preparation. Uh, but the biggest and most um, special thing that came from that was all the um, friendships that I made through it. Um, it. Yeah, it's been wonderful to be part of the Star Maker journey and then see and cheer all my friends on along who were also on the ride. And yeah, it's a really great launching pad for anyone who wants to give it a crack. So you've kept in touch with other finalists of the competition? 
Yeah, for sure. Um, I catch up with them pretty regularly. Definitely see a lot more of them when I'm here at the festival. But artists like Lauren Ryan, who won Star, she went in Star Maker the year I was in and then won the year after. I just went to her show yesterday at Moonshiners and it was an amazing show and to see, you know, how she's gone from um, when we first did Star Maker to, you know, only two years later and she's like ready for the world stage. It's, yeah, it's amazing to watch the careers of people that are involved. So would you encourage artists who are thinking about applying to the 2025 competition to jump in the ring? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, don't wait. I think um, just keep applying and, you know, and keep doing your thing and you just never know what's going to happen and then anyone who's interested in country music as well there's a the cmaa academy that also runs um workshops and it is a really great way to meet and connect with other artists and you know like-minded people and since you came back down under after your time globetrotting, uh, you were able to work with country stalwart Shane Nicholson as a producer. What were you able to learn from the experience of working with such an experienced artist in the country scene? Yeah, well, I was so lucky to meet Shane at a songwriter's retreat out at Nundal at the Dag Sheep Station. Um, and when, I, when he was interested in recording my music I was really excited because I'm a massive fan he's like so great a great artist and songwriter and I really look up to him so it was good to see um see how he takes a like a raw rough song and um you know can see things in it that I wouldn't have seen and so to see him take these songs from like where they were as just a, a rough demo recording on my iPhone to like and, and put the production that really supports the songwriting and um, to see it, to hear it come on the out on the other end is really great. So I, I learned a lot from that experience and um, yeah, a lot of what I, what kind of my sound is and that was a really important part of this whole journey. Last year you were able to release your very first album, which is always exciting, a 12 track self-titled record that shows off your abilities at their finest. How did it feel to achieve such a phenomenal milestone? There must have been a bit of almost surrealty to it. Oh, 100%. Like, I don't know, just growing up in a small town, you just, you know, you see all the big artists on TV or up here at Tamworth or um, on the, hear them on the radio and you just never think that you would end up doing something like that so after after writing a lot of songs it was definitely on my goal list to record an album Um, and yeah once I got that done and I ticked that goal off I'm like holy moly like really if you put your mind to something anything is achievable and looking at the lyrics and music that you have released currently, both on that uh, album and on previous singles, would it be fair to say that you're drawn towards positivity in your music? Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess as a songwriter, I kind of just write from my experiences. So I'm really always trying to you know, work on my mindset and work on um, seeing the glass as half full. <laughs> so I guess that's kind of... A, a lot of what I listen to and what I read is is along that vein and so I guess that's coming out in in the music but the good thing about that is like my um, mission I guess is to create um, a positive impact on the world through music um, and so I feel like from the response that I've gotten from a lot of these songs 
that people are really, um, you know, feeling that message and feeling seen and heard inside the songs, which is really awesome. Do you think the world needs more positive music? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, I love, I love listening to, you know, people like Michael Franti, who's just all about the love and um, the joy. And, uh, yeah, it's good. I, I know that there's a time and place for all types of music and we're all drawn to something different, but I definitely know that if I'm not having a great day, I, I can put on something that is uplifting and it can kind of change the way I feel. And on that note, as you do have a lot of uh, music that you play live, do you have a favourite song that you enjoy playing? Oh, yeah. I, I, love, I love playing them all, but I guess one of my favourites is Feels Like Us, which was the first single I ever released. Um, it's a, a song all about love, and, yeah, that's a, that's a really nice one to do. And also Let It All Roll Out here at the Tamworth Country Music Festival because it's, it's based on um, experiences that me and my friend... Rachel Kennedy had at, at a Tamworth Country Music Festival one year, so it's nice to rip that one out here, you know what I mean? Oh, I should imagine that would be perfect. And the first one, of course, would have a lot of nostalgia and specialty, a special meaning given that it was the first song that you ever released. Now, you mentioned Lauren Ryan pre um, before, and you actually co-wrote her phenomenal song, Bounce Back With Her, which is a crowd pleaser. I saw her show at the Fan Zone a couple of days ago, and as soon as she started that one, everyone went absolutely uh, ballistic. It's a very much a crowd favorite do you enjoy collaborating and writing with other artists oh definitely yes and thank you for telling me that i'm so excited i love that song and i love um how lauren's recorded it and yeah it just makes me so excited every time i think about that um but yes i do love collaborating with other people uh i think that's you go somewhere that you wouldn't have gone yourself and um also carving out that time to sit in a room with someone pins you down to make you do it. So yeah, it's really, really exciting. There's been a, another one, um, Head Full of Honey, that I, that I wrote with Andrew Swift. Um, he's another one, it's his almost, I think, well, the last few years it's been his, his uh, show closing song. So yeah, it's, um, it's really cool to be part of that and um, celebrate those guys' journey. So where did the idea for Bounce Back come from? How did that idea come to you and Lauren? Well, I was like, oh, Lauren, let's write a song. And, uh, and she's like, oh, what are you thinking? And I'm like, I don't know, what have you got? And then she said, oh, I've got this. This has been running around in my head. And then she had the Bounce Back, basically the chorus. Um, and so from there, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Um, so she had the initial idea and the chorus side of things. And then we talked through like what that meant. Um, to her as as a person and as an artist and then we um yeah we went from there on it so yeah I'm really excited about that one. Now you've been to the Country Music Festival a few times it's safe to say what do you think makes it such a popular event? Oh look the thing I love about Tamworth is it's been it's been going such a long time um so it's got that reputation that and everyone who comes comes back year after year but what I really love about it is it doesn't matter who you are anyone can have a crack here at Tamworth like whether you if you're a player um, if you want to go busking on the streets or line up yourself a gig or join forces with other artists like everyone gets a turn and I think that's really um, special and that's what attracts everyone here and while everyone's in the same like melting pot everyone makes friends and then kind of moves through their journey together and it's a real family here at the Tamworth Country Music Festival I feel. 
did you have to travel far to get down here? Well, although I grew up in Crindy, I live in Coffs Harbour now, so over the hill. Yeah, okay, so still a bit of a drive, but thankfully not as far as some of the other artists that we've uh, heard from, people that have travelled from Cairns and Western Australia and here, there and everywhere, which is pretty spectacular. What's your favourite thing about the festival? Um, oh, I love discovering new artists and also, like, yeah, catching the shows of my friends um, and, yeah, and people people that I know. It's And, oh, yeah, anywhere you turn... There's some great music, you can't go wrong. And do you have any advice for any new performers who might be busking or performing for the very first time this year? Definitely. Um, I think it's important to chat with the other people that are are busking and performing and make friends and network because everyone here has got something in common, which is the love of music. And so I know when you go back to your own town it can be kind of isolating because there might not be as many people that are into country music as there are here so this is a really good spot to make some friends when are you next performing outside the festival i have a string of shows with colin lily um he was who i co-headlined with here at the festival and we're heading up to tarago queanbeyan Camden Hotel and Quirks in the Hunter, so that's in February. Oh, that's fantastic. So very uh, next month for you then. Yeah. And finally, what's on the 2024 calendar for Billy Joe Porter in terms of new music? Can we expect any new music coming this year? Yes, there definitely is new music on the horizon. Um, got something in the pipelines. I can't talk about it just yet. Of um, <laughs> and I'm in, in the process of recording some new stuff. So yeah, looking forward to what what's in ahead. No, that's fantastic. We're not trying to pry. We're just glad that um, glad that fans will be able to experience a bit of new music this year. That's always exciting. Uh, thank you so much for chatting with me, Billy Joe. It's been a pleasure. Oh, likewise. It's been um, fun to catch up with you. And thanks for carving out some time for to chat with me. Oh, no, of course, of course. So you've been listening to Tune FM on 106.9, keeping you connected to UNE, and this has been the inspirational and slightly thrill-seeking Billy Joe Porter. We're jumping back into some music now, and what better song to bring you than Let It All Roll Out, a Billy Joe Porter special inspired by the Country Music Festival itself. You're listening to the home of UNE's student-powered radio, Tune FM on 106.9.